a listener production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One... Ahoy to me, charge hand, Hamish. (laughs) (laughs) Fully charged hand. Okay, ahoy. Ready to to electrify you with the next handshake, but my other hand remains grounded. Ahoy to me, pot man, Jack. Can't think of a pot sound effect, sadly. (laughs) Sadly. (laughs) Too high. Uh, How are we feeling about that? What what team are we today? I would be the second. I'd be the second spreader. I think we run a mid-range hydroponic marijuana setup. <laughs> I'm in charge of charging up the batteries so yeah. the feds don't see all the power coming yeah. off the grid. As a Jack, second, the pot, uh, Jack the pot, pot man, self-explanatory. Yeah. And Andy, the second spreader, spreader. Spreading spread the seeds. You take care of the fertiliser after the first spread is done. We are not. <laughs> we are mastic asphalt roofing. Yes, we are. Yes. So yes. Uh, this came in from Patrick. He does it. He's the manager. He says, charge hand, first spreader, and the gang leader. That's you, hand. Top coat <laughs> on large, flat areas. you got to get um, that right. Second spreader, obviously, that's a skilled apprentice finesse like man. myself. That's the, that's the finesse man. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and pot hand, I don't just hold the bucket or something, do Yes, I? you do, mate. <laughs> the pot man, he writes, definitely a jack-type role. <laughs> Comes in early. Uh, and lights up uh, the uh, the gets obviously it bubbling. The, the gets it bubbling, <laughs> keeps the ash field at the right temperature, runs the buckets to the big boys. <laughs> <laughs> Which I actually comes in early. Think, yeah, comes in early was the worry for me, <laughs> and it seems like he has to pay attention to the right temperature. So I'm not sure if we want Jack. On our yeah. pots of Ashfield ham, but we've bloody got him. We've got him. And Jack, uh, you're in charge of keeping it on a nice simmer all day, and I'm sure you'll do it. Thank you, guys. Good luck up there. Oh. Hey, <laughs> good luck down here. Good luck. We've both got our jobs, and uh, we'll let you know. We'll send you some photos from the roof, let you know it's all going well. Nice to see where your Ashfield ends up. Uh, uh, Nick also used a very easy system at hamishnary.com to tell us what he's been up to. Ahoy, Nick. Ahoy, gentlemen, Nick here. Um, just currently up to podcast 125. Uh, that's not an indication of how hard it is to upload these memos. It's just uh, that's where I'm at at the moment. Started from the start and up to 125. We recommend that. Uh, just chasing a bit of closure today. I've been a long-time fan of yours since back when you guys were doing uh, Real Stories, and I just wanted to know, did Andy ever come out of his permanent grounding? Mm-hmm. Did Ryan ever come up with that uh, iconic saying he was chasing? And did New Zealand ever go from H2GO to H2WO? Anyway, keep up the good work, guys. Gotcha. She's some deep Dean cuts. cuts. <laughs> he has a very inside baseball stuff there. Um, uh, Is it worth yes, exploding? Yes, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we really do. We do appreciate everyone that um, is aware of uh, Real Stories. Our first, um, our first, first TV, TV show. show. Mm. Is it streaming anywhere? Can you watch it? You cannot, Jack. It's nowhere nowhere to be seen. Nowhere to be found. Uh, There's 5,000 DVDs were made. Yeah. And a portion of those were sold. (laughs) (laughs) So it's around. It's around. It's it's, it's sort of like, you know what? It's like a Bitcoin. Yeah. See how you go getting your hands on one. You can either either buy one, not cheap, or you can mine one, find one. They're out there, but obviously they're not that easy to find and it's energy intensive. But when you get it, you'll have earned it. Hey, you and I are back 
from a little break. We're over um, or in Greece trying to lobby the government over there to put pressure on the Australian <laughs> government to end the government mandated break at the end of the year. That's I'll why we what, took this small break. We actually were forced into taking this break. Didn't want to go. No. I mean, Andrew and I, you should have seen us. Um, so angry. Trying to come up with a different solution. Mm. But we thought the only way to show the government... Yeah that it's possible to take breaks <laughs> and pre-record an episode before you go on the break. Mm. So you don't need the mandated three months off. You can balance work and pleasure. Because mm. if we actually show them how it's done, because if we actually go over, yep. we get in the Grecian sun, <laughs> we, you know, Hated through that. gritted teeth, through absolute bloody gritted Hated teeth, um, and then once they have, they see that we can both take a break mm. and keep producing podcasts, they might soften their stance. Sadly, yes. as yet... <laughs> They have not. They don't seem to be. Bastard. They don't seem to be budging. But you hope that that this small necessary yeah. um, lobbying holiday, yeah. not holiday, <laughs> so, yeah, no, holiday, but, yeah. you know, heavy air quotes, holiday, yeah. will help us lift that bloody mandated three month <laughs> break at the end of the year. So stay tuned. Yep. Hey, um, uh, I went to London, and. I went out to a restaurant. The gritted Beck, teeth. Yeah, the gritted teeth. Went to a restaurant uh, that Beck had picked. Yep. And How'd you get your food through the teeth? <laughs> <laughs> soup restaurant. <laughs> it was a soup, soup <laughs> restaurant. It was by straw only because uh, yep. I was there through gritted teeth. And um, I saw a bunch of well-known people. And it reminded me of a game I used to play when I came back from overseas, which was called Who Did I See? And I've put it into a game show format for you and Jack to guess How today. Exciting. Here How we exciting. go. Who did I see? Question one, Ando, before we begin. Were you at Planet Hollywood <laughs> or the cafeteria of Madame Tussauds? <laughs> no. These are real people. They were not okay. wax. <laughs> just, just, I have to get it out. I have to get it, get it out there. Because if it was Elvis and the Beatles and, I mean, good fun, but you didn't see them. I wasn't surprised to see this person. Because he seems to be everywhere. Oh, yep. Okay. Um, next, next. Clue. International celeb. Yep. Will we be allowed to have guesses during the clues, or yeah. one guess and we're out? No, guesses during the clues. But I'll give you the next one. Okay. When I dress up as a, in a cat outfit and sing, people don't really love it. <laughs> James Corden. He's got it. Oh, well done. <laughs> got it. Okay. James, well, I win. James Corden was the first person uh, I saw. He came in very loudly to the restaurant and yep. hugged someone aggressively at another table. I thought, Who was he with? I thought... I'm going to get to that. Okay. I uh, I thought, oh, this is... Sorry. Because <laughs> it's part of the next game. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I didn't know questions were at the end. Because <laughs> you pointed thought, at me. I'm going to get to that. Like a politician. Sorry. Angry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry for breaking the rules this of the press government. room. <laughs> um, okay. No, I thought, oh, that's a bit much. You know, we know you're here kind of thing. But I think it was a move to he'd seen someone at a table that he didn't want to spend a lot of time with. So, so he, he, went big, he went big early. He went big because he wrapped it up so quickly. It's like, oh, that's clever, actually. He's gone. Learned from the best. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, the he next with? person I saw. <laughs> I find it hard to compose myself when Christopher Walken asks for more cowbell. Will Ferrell? Oh. No. No. Jimmy Fallon. He's got it. Oh. <laughs> Learn the sketch, <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Fallon came Fallon in. Fallon taking a little London break. Yes. Now, he does. I think his wife is Irish. I think he's got family in the UK. Right. Or was it like my... a late night TV 
get-together roundtable. So what had happened was he'd accidentally yeah, Gordon walked, and Fallon. He'd accidentally walked past Corden. He was meant to be dining with him. Oh. But he was on his way to a third person, which I didn't notice was there. He Gee, came a lot past of people at Planet Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> he came past my table. I said, "Hey, Jimmy, you've been on this show before because I just love Jimmy Fallon." And he said, "Oh yeah." I said, he wouldn't have remembered at all. But I said, "You were on a show called Hamish and Andy where um, you Will Ferrell's actually on the second hour." So and he goes, "I loved that idea." He absolutely didn't remember, but he gave me a heap. Uh, but Haven't then we've done this to him before. I've got a vague memory that we'd said something like this before. I don't to Jimmy Fallon, and he'd go, yeah, I loved it. And then we were also sure they were positive that he didn't remember it. Well, he, he absolutely didn't Someone because will get he, back he was there, that. which I didn't re- recognise him, but with Lorne Michaels, who started gotcha. SNL. Everything, everything. And he tried to then explain to Lorne what the sketch was and explain something very different. So I knew. <laughs> 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 He's like, oh my <laughs> SNL audition is fading away. <laughs> so I was happy to claim whatever Jimmy thought that we'd That's come up with. That's the one, Jimmy. <laughs> knew you'd remember it. That's right. We wear funny hats and you have to guess which hat would Will want. <laughs> so uh, they were on their way and they were being escorted by the restaurant owner to yep. another gentleman. This is some soup. <laughs> <laughs> People from far and wide, half of the American A-list is there having this soup. Who did I see? When I enter radio studios... I find it difficult to get up on high chairs. Okay, I know, but just before we do this, um, and uh, Jack, do you feel like Andy made it clear that he was going to be doing the clues in first person? <laughs> no, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I think I've switched, actually. <laughs> but uh, um, it was... It, oh, I remember this. I know, I, I know. I think I remember. <laughs> was it Martin? I want to say Martin Short, but no. not because he was short. <laughs> No, you're just you're just thinking that because Martin Short. Sure. No, no, but I remember the awkwardness of of this the jump up. There was two people that couldn't get onto the big chairs because we have high chairs. <laughs> One was high, Sam high Neil. Sam Neil then... was ringing a bell for me. Yeah, no, the, the oh, other, that's right. Yeah, he was the, confused by it too. The other one? Give it to me. Do you want me to give you the second clue? I want to say David Spade. No. <laughs> We've never had David Spade on the show. That's, that's why he couldn't I don't get on want the to chair. say it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we had him on the show. We didn't have him on the mic. Okay, second one. Second clue? Mm. Yeah. I won an election, but actually I didn't. Al, Al Gore. Al Gore. Al Gore. That's right. He couldn't get on the chair. He couldn't I remember... get on the chair, and it was hard oh. because he's a very powerful and yes. it's a huge... But I felt great sadness for both men that couldn't get on the chair <laughs> because that's that. there weren't the people you would think. It wasn't like Danny DeVito couldn't get on the chair. No, they, no. You know, one was Sam Neill, who, you know, he's, a, he's like a robust... Well, he's running, away from, he's running away from T-Rexes constantly. Sure, or in, running in... towards them if they're fossilised because <laughs> he was interested. <laughs> he had a rule. Um, no, he was very specific um, about the way he ran yeah, depending yeah, yeah. on how alive the dinosaur was. That's right. Meat on the bones, I'll, 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 run, I'll run for home. Yeah. No meat to be seen, um, then interest I shall glean. <laughs> so, so Sam Neill and Al Gore were at a table together. <laughs> Sam Neill wasn't there. No, he was under the table. He couldn't get on the chair. <laughs> No, Sam no. Neil wasn't there. I was referring oh, to, who, to the other person who couldn't get on the chair. Back in the radio show days because of our high chairs. Yes. But also it was Al Gore and Jimmy Fallon and Lorne Michaels. No. So, yes, but 
Al Gore was at a table with another British gent who looked like he was important in some kind of parliamentary way, but I didn't recognize him. The restaurant owner asked Jimmy to go across and meet Al Gore. So she was going, hey, you guys are both famous. And so Jimmy went and did. I'm sure they've, I mean, they were. Jimmy, Jimmy, no, Jimmy pretty much did what I did to Jimmy to Al. Al (laughs) didn't seem all that interested. It's like, okay. Then Corden came in, then Corden realized and he stood up and the restaurant owner said, oh, do you want to meet Al Gore to James Corden? And he went, no, 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 I don't need to bother Mr. Gore. And so he sat back down and then Jimmy came back. When is anyone doing any eating at this restaurant? It just sounds like the (laughs) restaurant owner, maybe the soup's not that good because the restaurant owner's just running around going, oh, hey, there's a guy at table 16. Yeah. That has similar hair to you. Maybe you guys would like to talk about hairdressers. But then Jimmy came back, sat down, and Corden and Jimmy, are they on the same network? Yeah, well, possible. I thought for a, <laughs> I I thought for a second that they were up against each other, but I think... Might have been one after the other. One late after night, the other, yeah. Tonight show. So maybe they, that's why they were hanging. But um, anyway, that completes um, Who Did I See? Wow. Good, good round. Aim, they're still coming in thick and fast, and it's, look, our duty, I suppose, to give the listeners extra power as they make their way around their lives. Let's do it. It's a responsibility we take very seriously, Ando, and we do thank everyone for continuing to send in uh, what is now easily the world's biggest list of power moves. This comes in from Kale. Ahoy, Kale. Um, He said... This is a cracker. My good friend recently moved into a new place and was excited to invite, quote, all the boys over to watch the footy. Yep. Although there were some concerns within the group over the size of his TV. Too small. Okay. That can, you can easily see this scenario playing out. The enthusiasm isn't as many inches, or is more inches than the TV. The TV is (laughs) not as many um, diagonal inches. So my other mate took it upon himself to bring over his own 75-inch TV from his own place <laughs> to watch the footy. He then walked straight in and proceeded to unplug the current TV and replace it with his own huge screen for the match. Really like it. I don't know whether this is a power move or a life hack. Oh, great. So be careful with the uh, sound effect, Jacko. <laughs> Just be, be careful. Very, very careful. Uh, Tegan says just that. She goes, life hack or power move. Who knows? Whenever you give someone a gift card or voucher as a present, write down the card voucher number and the pin code. Set a reminder in your calendar the day before it expires to check the balance. And if they haven't used it yet, just use it yourself. (laughs) It's both. It's both. It's both. That is so good. Yeah. There is something in, innately frustrating about vouchers. Yep. I like giving them because mm. you're like, yep, it's, it's slightly better than you can cash. Download them. <laughs> <laughs> it's slightly better than cash because it shows some level. Of, you don't even have to try that hard. Just no. be like, all right, here's one for Bunnings. You've been there before. <laughs> so, it, but it is something, right? <laughs> it shows, I reckon, the minimal amount of effort. Minimal. Just above cash, which yep. is no effort. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, no effort is nothing. So, yep. it's two rungs above yep. nothing. Yeah. Then, but when I, you have a voucher at home, you, you, I just get frustrated imagining the smugness of the place. Yeah. Like we've got a restaurant voucher at home that it just, we just, I know we're not going to get around to using. It's, it's not close. Mm. I just can feel we're not going to use it. And I can't help but picturing them laughing their heads yep. going, cash for free, cash for free. <laughs> you, <laughs> cash for free. You, so I like a move that, that stops the leakage of vouchers. 
You'll obviously laugh at this, but I have a vouchers box at home. So all our vouchers <laughs> go into a box. But again, you don't even remember to go to, even with a specific thing. And the yep. other part is people give you restaurant vouchers. Yep. And I'd, I'd always go, oh, we should go somewhere for dinner. Let's go to the vouchers box. They're booked out. Like it's, 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 yeah, exactly. you really have to, it's too and much also, planning. And sometimes you don't feel like that restaurant. No. I would mm. prefer cash. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, okay. Um, great one here, Ando. Mm. This is this is a work. This is usually a work move can be used in family settings by Riley. This comes in from Riley. When on the phone to someone, potentially a client, decide to pass the call slash phone to one of your colleagues to, co- to continue the conversation. For example, I'm just going to hand you over to Dave, mm. right? As you pass the phone across, subtly put it on mute. <laughs> then, <laughs> Then walk away and watch them squirm as they try and figure out what's going on. <laughs> I like it. Uh, Brendan wrote this in, hamishnitty.com. Got a power move for you, Hamish slash Andy. Out at a bar the other night, some completely random guys come up to me and said, hey, mate, can you film me dancing? And I just thought, yeah, of course. I'll you know, have a little laugh. The funny thing was I was assuming he'd hand me his phone. Uh-huh. But would you believe it? He just starts dancing and pointing at me, <laughs> indicating stuff, filming me. So I had to take out my phone. He danced for two minutes. <laughs> Pretty good. This is a real simple one, real classic to finish. Comes in from Ollie. Um, when a friend of yours posts an Instagram story, simply send them a reply of, hey, I think this was just meant for your private story. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving him to figure out what was offensive in the post. <laughs> and as we mentioned through gritted teeth, we're on a protest trip. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to, it triggers me when you bring it up. I don't, I don't Absolute really. Absolute living hell. Yeah. But a protest trip to show the government it is possible for mm. us to travel and produce the show. Mm. We, we'll see if they pay heed. Um, wanted to share this with you because I know we're all on our own protest trips. Jack, you also protested. Appreciate that. I mate. did. Thank yes. you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, you doing your bit. We'll try to lobby in Europe and the <laughs> United States. Like anywhere in the Northern yeah. Hemisphere, we can protest anywhere. <laughs> um, you took your protest trip with your wife and child. Had great fun over in America. That's right. It's protests um, are better in summer. <laughs> In the European summer and American sure. summer. Well, I just thought if I was near the beach and I'm smashing all this water, you're getting attention. Yeah. It's visually interesting. It is, isn't it? People are out and about. It is visually interesting. <laughs> it's a good attention grabber. Um, well, I was staying at a hotel for part of the protest. Um, and you must be nice. <laughs> well, you know, hopefully. I did well, we I must can, admit. You, well, when, you, when you're protesting, you do need to be fresh every day. So, you, you know, normally, you know me, I'd, I'd sleep, I'd out sleep in a train station or <laughs> um, in a bush somewhere. <laughs> but because it was a protest, I, I did treat myself to a, yeah, a decent yeah, bed. Yeah. Um, tell me if this, I'm going to explain a pattern to you. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a Cluedo situation here, but I think you'll immediately get it because I think you, it's possible you've been in the same um, mm-hmm. situation as me. We're at a hotel where breakfast opens at 7.30. Uh-huh. Um, are we, of course, because we've got kids, are there at 7.20 going, <laughs> Get it because we've been up for two hours, yes. pretending to misunderstood, have misunderstood and that breakfast was open from 7. Can we just sit down anyway? 7.30 seems late though, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. 
Most hotels, yeah, it's seventh. It's Europe, really? you know. Yeah. Europe. They don't eat dinner till like ten thirty in Europe. That's the thing. Everything's on a shifted yeah. time scale. So yeah, yeah. Well, I'd love breakfast to open from seven. Mm. Like, explain to them at McDonald's in Australia, five thirty. Summer twenty four seven. Yeah, then they explain it's a little different, a little different here yeah. than like Como. So, mm. All right, well, well, she's a different place to protest next time. <laughs> um, so we're at dinner, we're at breakfast at seven thirty. The hotel we're staying at had a pool. Um, which was, of course, the main feature of the day. Mm. Pool was in a, uh, quite a, was in its own sort of secluded area, mm-hmm. off a long way away from like the main hotel and where breakfast is. Pool opens at nine thirty. Riddle conundrum for you guys: mm-hmm. if breakfast was at seven thirty mm. and the pool didn't open till nine thirty, how come when I travelled to the pool toilets at eight thirty each morning were they all fully occupied? Oh, because the pool doesn't open for a full hour. And I would, I would arrive, I would walk the long way back to the room yeah. and sometimes I'd visit the pool toilet. And by 8.30, 9 o'clock, always three cubicles, oh, always had three guys in there, sometimes one waiting. I reckon, here's my theory. If you're on a first date or like or, or a, a new relationship, mm-hmm. the lobby toilet is your friend. Yes. Mm-hmm. You, <laughs> the early, t- early days in any relationship I've been in, I would some for some reason need to go for a walk in the morning. <laughs> and, this and, is us. And the lobby. I would say, and not just a first date. Mm. We were poop bros because yeah. we'd been all sent by our wives. Because <laughs> when you're in a hotel room, <laughs> the toilet is obviously basically part of the whole room. Yes, it's part yeah. of the bedroom and therefore part of everything because yeah. that's all that's in there. And did you notice and we had all been sent? We're all married men. Yeah. every one of us had a ring, but we're all poop. Brothers, Brothers, yes. Or hombres, if you're um, Spanish. Did you notice that in Greece particular, they, I mean, they hadn't, in, they'd done some brilliant stuff early in, in life. You know, mm. the Acropolis was incredible, Jack. And that was, you know. Logic. The logic, yeah. Great, some of the great <laughs> pondering. Came up with logic. Came, we came, still use that. Yeah, we got both those things, architecture and logic. Not when it comes to our um, the, internet upload system, we don't. <laughs> It's a baffling form of new, new thinking, which is unnecessary hindrance. But yes, some, no. some things are classic, like the Acropolis, <laughs> and you do not tear them down. But you hey, didn't like the Greek toilets, Ando? No, the toilets are fine. They have not invented or adopted extraction fans. Did you, did you notice that? Yes. Well, that's why we that's all why across I, Europe, I was I was had very rolling different gangs of poop bros. Yep. And it, you do form a weird click with your poop brothers because no one talks, no, no. one says anything, mm. but you usually, there's usually a moment of eye contact as yeah. you're coming in or out of the toilet because <laughs> everyone's waiting and mm. we all know we're married men mm. who have been sent the long way home <laughs> to the <laughs> least used toilets <laughs> yes. um, of the resort <laughs> yes. and then you'd see them again later during the day and you'd almost go to say, hey. <laughs> 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 But then you're part of your brain to go, no, no you're just, just poop brothers. Yeah. You, yeah. I you, think... have a se- you have a dirty, you have literally a dirty secret. <laughs> <laughs> I think also, Ham, just going back to the extraction fan. Sure. If on TripAdvisor or on hotel websites, they said we have the quickest extraction fan, or the most powerful extraction fan from the loo. You know my feelings on this. I've I been think... begging Dyson to get into this game. <laughs> yeah, they love I want an extraction air. fan mm. where your clothes ruffle. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's the power I want. Exactly. No, no, I'm not asking for them to be ripped off no. to the ceiling. No. That's too much. But, but the toilet paper but just I mean, if floats we could a little start, bit. <laughs> yes, the toilet paper goes vertical, at least. Doesn't start spooling off the no, roll. No, it's not a wiggly guy at the front but, of yeah. a car yard. But I would but, like to see even a heavy jumper ruffle <laughs> because of the, you know, As and your cheeks do the skydiving thing. <laughs> Hey, we had a request at hamishnerdy.com to play this game again. It's called the duping game where you ring up with something that you either own or don't own. We'll interrogate you with regards to this item and we'll then decide whether we think you actually own it or not. The goal is we actually lift one of our longstanding rules on the show, which is you can't dupe us. Uh, The goal is to dupe us on this show. And in this particular segment, I'd like to just say too, like we have, we're happy to drag something out of the closet Mm. if you want to play it again. Like we're not. Yeah. It's like having an old board game. Like we're not, we're not. You don't, you won't come over to our house and we suddenly have, you know, Rummikin out going. Wouldn't this be fun to play? Yeah. We're not starting. We're not offering this yeah. as the main form of entertainment when you come over. But if you, if you loved see it on the playing shelf. Rummikin, if you loved playing Rummikin, yeah. you know, ten years ago when you came over and you'd like to have one more go. We'll do it. Yeah, we'll drag it out. Uh, we're not, but we're not saying this. You know, you don't have to go now. Oh, great. Is the Hamish Andy podcast going to have the duping game every week? No, no. no. We no. just found it in the cupboard. And if you want to play, we'll play. <laughs> I'm Marshy, who does all the amazing sound for us. I said, can you see if we had an opener for this? And he said, there's we, two. Was there two? I remember. Said, I think I remember one from back in the day. And he said, because there was a problem with the first one. <laughs> now, I'll, I'll, I'll play you the first one and then we can analyze it just quickly. Uh oh, we're going to get cancelled. <laughs> we don't know if you're like so. We'll do our best and have a guess. It was revealed after we made that that we it, the game was called the duping game and we never mentioned the name of the game. We, yeah. I think the idea what was, was the first lyric. <laughs> well, we, we don't, don't know, know if you're. I don't know what the lyric was. Can't even remember. I didn't even follow that. I was trying to follow that, but I guess in the back we thought we were going to say dupe. We'll, dupe we, 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 we'll, I think you were saying dupe in the background. If you listen closely, maybe. No, you, I think we forgot to do it. <laughs> This stinks of something that was made at 3.45 in the afternoon and we went to air at 4 o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was meant to go doop, 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 doop. But then that we became... Locked, we locked that pun in, <laughs> shelved it, and then went off to write the lyrics and forgot to do the actual segment. I, yeah, and, and it also wasn't very much the focus. So there was a complaint had that we didn't um, mention the name enough. Hence, when you listen to... <laughs> The new opener, the one that we arrived at, right. I think we overcorrected. Jupe, there it is! Jupe, there it is! The, the juping game. game. <laughs> like, yeah, very. I say no, again. Yeah, I was going to say, this stinks of something that's about to have an I say again, which was another one of our tricks back in the radio days. I know this is not on topic, but always one I'm fond of. Some of our best work was... We were meant to say, we had a segment, I think, yeah. that was sponsored by 7-Eleven ones. Yeah. And we were meant to say 7-Eleven, yeah, I don't th- know, four three, times. Yeah, we had to like contractually say it three times. And I was meant and to be I, ticking them off. We forgot. <laughs> and then at the end of the hour, I went, and by the way, we'd like to thank 7-Eleven. I, I say, say again, 7-Eleven. <laughs> I say again, 7-Eleven. <laughs> like it was a mayday signal. <laughs> How then, copy. <laughs> and then we got called in and said, hey. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. <laughs> Three separate times. Said, well, on the list it never said separate. It doesn't say that. We did separate it with I say again to make sure we had everyone's attention. Prue joins us now. Ahoy to you, Prue. 
Ahoy, boys. Uh, Ahoy, Prue, what's the item that you own or maybe not? It's a figurine from Tutankhamun's tomb. Oh, like from the actual tomb? Yes. Gee, how'd you get your hands on that? <laughs> I don't think you do own that. <laughs> okay, go oh, for it. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 was, it was handed down from family. Okay, yeah. which family? <laughs> <laughs> so what? So who was it? So you've uh, part part of the original Tomb Raiders were yes. in your family. Oh, yes. No, okay. <laughs> not, not Tomb Raiders. No. Well, they were. Well, they were. <laughs> what, what can they be? Well, I mean, I assume you don't have King Egyptian Tut. family from 6,000 years ago. <laughs> King Tut does. In go, you know, I like the cut of your jeans you passed by here. Have one of these figurines. What, yeah. what is don't, it made Actually, of? don't bear me with this. Um, <laughs> give this to family. <laughs> <laughs> Pass this down. Um, what, uh, what's it made of? Um, it's like, a, um, I don't know, some sort of metal, I don't know, from back in those days. <laughs> Oh, yeah, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, what doing, does it look like? Describe it. So it's like, it's like 10 centimetres tall yeah. and about two centimetres wide and it's like a figurine of the pharaoh, like a pharaoh's figurine. It looks like a pharaoh. It's like an action figure, like a GI Joe. With medals back then, I thought it was more. Well, there would have been brass and, and gold and stuff like okay. that. There would have, there yeah, would have yeah. been medals. Um, um, I'll, uh, give, I'll give you that. Hey, Prue, <laughs> you haven't gone. It was one of the early, one of his iPods. Here's the, here's the tough one for us, Sam. Yeah. Prue may think she has. Yep. King Tut. How do you know it's figurine. authentic, Prue? Uh, my um, great aunt actually travelled through Egypt in the 1930s and that's where she collected it from. Right, so that's the thing. I think... So she might have been done at a market. She could have been done at a market, <laughs> but which... Is she positive, Prue? Yes, she was. <laughs> <laughs> she actually visited Tutankhamun's tomb when they were excavating it. In the oh. 30s? Yeah, because it was founded... The actual tomb was founded in 1922. Okay. okay, this is all checking out. I mean, I'm getting confused with various Indiana Jones <laughs> movies. That's <laughs> the extent think, of my knowledge. I still don't think they excavated it and went, wow, we've found this. Hey, you know keep what? a couple of figurines aside. Give, give one of these to the crowds outside as a souvenir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I just feel like a lot of it went to the British Museum. My, um, my point is, Ham, like Prue may believe that she has yeah. one doesn't yeah. mean that she actually has one. So what do we, what do we, what do we think? Do you no, think in she, that case, it's, it's, you know, that's the origin. Yeah. Um, little metal statue of Tutankhamun, like Do, a GI, like a, Does she like have a one? GI Joe figurine that you bury? <laughs> I mean, we have to say <laughs> no, you don't have no, it. No, you don't. You don't have one, Prue. So you're both saying no. Yes. Yeah, we are. Oh, uh, sorry, you duped. I do. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe you I mean, think where, you... <laughs> where is it? Where are you keeping yeah. this priceless artefact? Well, it, it, yeah, it is priceless, but I don't know. It's just it's just one of those things that just sits in the cupboard. <laughs> it's like no, a it's tiny... Timeless, it's timeless, <laughs> glamorous too. It's a little figurine. But, yeah, no, but, like, no, it's but, but it's from the most famous archaeological <laughs> find of the ancient world. <laughs> I know. I mean, don't it's throw it out. Under the, like, no, I'm not going to throw it out. Because it's too small. <laughs> don't, 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 don't neg on it too hard. I mean, it is tiny. It's a piece of shit. <laughs> Prue, well done. Thank you very much. Wow. That's all still, right. I'm still suspicious. Sorry, uh, to, sorry to dupe you. No, no, no you're allowed to break to the, the show on. rule on, on, on this one occasion. But let's get a photo of it. Prue, can you send us a photo of it? Let's Love get a photo and it. put well, that up. Well, it's actually in the river outside our house. What? What do you mean? So we had it, but it's been thrown in the river because it's bad luck because it's got a curse on it.
Who threw it in the river? My mum. What happened right before she threw it in the river? Um, my sister had a car accident. Oh, gosh, that's, your sister that's okay? For you. Yeah, she's okay. This was like years ago. Oh, yeah. go and get it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, right. wow. I, she bl- and- I, could get my, I could get someone to die for it if you want me to. <laughs> right, and so she, Ooh, your mum blamed the figurine from Tutankhamun's. Yeah, because it, it, Tutankhamun has a famous, like it's famous yeah. for being bad luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're not like, meant to take anything from his tomb. He no, said it. He said it no. in- yeah, but I said last words. Were, I said that you? about everything in my house, just so robbers are deterred. But yeah, you know, that guy that took the guitar didn't care, did he? <laughs> did, um, okay, what else happened? What else happened in the family that your mum? Um, that my my nan had had a fall like in that same month. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, there'd just been a couple of incidents that were like, oh, that's a bit cursed. And, and then when she did throw it in the river, yeah. like in the out in the bay, yeah. um, we had a big storm, and one of the boats out in the bay ended up on. On the um, shore. Oh, shit. Right. Don't tell those guys you threw the curse in the water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. The insurance won't cover it. Uh, Prue, thank you very much. That's okay. Lovely no worries, chat. boys. Cheers. Thank you. Wow. Lots going on in Prue's life. Um, Jacob, ahoy to you, Jacob. Ahoy, boys. Had a birthday, Ando. No need. Good on you, mate. Jacob, <laughs> what, what have you got, mate? Uh, I feel like this will be uh, close to your heart, Ando. I've got a cricket bat from Sir David Warner. Oh, David, David Warner's Warner. cricket bat. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, he might be a pre-sir at the moment <laughs> and as yet to be. Yeah. Where'd you pick up Warner's bat? Well, I was uh, doing work experience at Cricket New South Wales in year 10 and uh, I was just sort of in the office there and then he came through, went down to the net session. So he said, oh, do you want to come feed the balls in the ball machine for me? Mm-hmm. I said, no worries. Put him in the machine for him and then um, after his session, we were just chatting and I was just, you know, doing a bit of shadow batting with his bats. Picked up one and he goes, oh, yeah, that's my, um, that's my heaviest bat. I don't really use it anymore. You can keep it. And there he goes. What, what sound like David. I mean, he goes what, for about 10 bats a game. What, uh, what was the weight of the bat? Oh, it was a 2-9, Ando. He knows his bats. He knows his willow. Yeah. Um, and obviously give us the, I mean, this is, this is a softball, but um, give us the, the make of the bat. Well, it's a grey nickels. It was a kaboom. Yeah. Just, I think he's got it. I think I think you've got this, Jacob. I've got it. I've got it in my cricket bag. <laughs> yeah. Mate, you can't bat with that it. thing though. It's too heavy. No, no. I use it for. In fact, I still use it. I've used it for six or seven seasons at least, and um, yeah, it's easily my favourite bat. Yeah, yeah it's easily my favourite bat, and it score runs for fun off it. Even when you get bored scoring them for the team after the total's been reached, then it switches into fun mode. That's one of those kabooms with the fun switch at the bat. Uh, Jake, what's the most? What's the biggest innings you've had with the bat? Uh, 117. Gee, how'd you get out? Uh, there's only one way to get out when you got David Warner's bat caught on the boundary. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So good to see it wasn't arm fatigue. <laughs> good, to see, good to see it wasn't LBW because you couldn't move the bat across anymore. <laughs> Jacob, thank you. Hey, one all for us. Yeah, that's good. Which means it's over to Brody. Ahoy to you, Brody. Ahoy. What, what have you got in quotation marks? Okay, so mine's very interesting. It's insignificant for some people, but um, I, I find it quite special. It um, is a, you know, the microphone, the foam bits that go over the microphone. Yes, a popper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of those that has been kissed by Johnny Depp. Why, why was he, why why was he, was he kissing, kissing a mic? Lonely? So 
We, yeah, well, yeah. Um, we were on holidays at um, Raby Bay, I don't know, it was about eight years ago now, mm-hmm. um, when he was filming one of the Pirates. Yep. Um, Films, Pirates yep. Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Um, and we went down to have a bit of a look the morning before he kind of went out to whatever island they were off to. Mm-hmm. And one of the Seven News reporters, so Sunrise was there, Johnny had been late and for whatever reason she'd asked for a kiss because they'd been waiting so long. Yes. So he kissed her on the cheek but then stole her microphone and started kind of kissing it, I guess, to and then, kiss the and then over, over, de- uh, over delivered on the request. And then so you then asked for the microphone? No, so he kind of pranced away. Like he took the microphone from a <laughs> already in character. Jack Sparrow, Captain Sparrow does. Yeah. Um, and then we were down the line a little bit. He handed it to us. Oh. I gave it back to I think her name was Michelle, mm-hmm. um, and she said I could keep the foam bit of the microphone. What do you think, Cam? It's detailed, very detailed. Um, what colour is it? Black. Yeah. Yeah. Dark grey, white, kind of colour. You are a good witness. Um, I look, I mean, it's very detailed. It is the kind of thing you can imagine Johnny Depp doing. Is it too detailed like a sick day when you're not sick? (laughs) (laughs) Look on YouTube. It's it's on YouTube. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, um, Ha, did did he endear himself to you? Like, were you watching the trial uh, this year going, that's not the Johnny I know? <laughs> <laughs> I did watch it very closely, yes. Yeah. And were you Team Johnny? I was, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I kind of had to be. Well, yeah, after, yeah, after yeah, man's done something. After <laughs> 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 man's so, so, done so, so many not. extra kisses. <laughs> technically. Like, I'm so surprised he went the kiss on the cheek. I mean, he would be getting asked to give kisses all the time. But eight is, years ago, I think that. You, we, we, people did a lot more of that gear. I think nowadays, mm. you know, it's... Not sure, post-COVID, you don't have to do any kisses. Yeah. Um, um, look, I, I, I think it exists. I think this thing exists. I think it exists as well, Brody. Um, I'm going to start off by saying my name's not actually Brody. Mm. We've been done it's here by an international common mm. woman. Um, I'm not sure if you remember me, but uh, I have duped you about five or six times, uh, and I've done it again. I mean, I want to ban her from the show, but it's part of the game. <laughs> you can't. If you, you kind of already banned me twice. Have I? No. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, the bans aren't working because we obviously don't run too much of a checking system. I mean, Andy, if you're the best detective in the world, you don't mm. ban Thomas Crown. You want to take him down during the theft. Yeah, that's true um okay annette uh lovely to well not really but um thanks for coming on again. do you have i mean did any of this happen uh, it actually happened but not to me i wasn't there yeah okay i've never been to raby bay um but he did uh he did kiss michelle tapper i did see it on sunrise as it was happening yeah and you thought um, yourself i'll file this away for... that. yeah mm. i'll file this just away for a future story because i'm a compulsive one <laughs> And I I found a show where I can exercise my wish to lie. Very good. Very good. Thank you, Annette. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Hey, good news for people that were waiting for our Remembering Project to become uh, not exclusive to listener but uh, available worldwide everywhere. That day is today. 
So you can go ba, 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 ba. <laughs> you can go and get uh, the Remembering Project now where Hamish and I try and look or remember back uh, over you know 3,000 shows and work out what we were doing back in the day. It is really great fun. We had so much fun making this podcast. I mean, most of the time we cannot remember what was going on, <laughs> but it, is, it has been a ball. But yes, now... Um, the, it, it's enjoyed its stay with, with listener, yes. its exclusive stay, but now it is able to leave that um, facility <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's, it's been rehabbed. They've shaken hands <laughs> with it. They've given back its watch and said, you know, don't do it again. And well, we would actually love to do it again. They've said, no, do do it again. And free to go, free to go now to any other home. Uh, hey, I mean, a double announcement, another exciting one for us, yep. but uh, we have partnered with Apple We've got um, every show we've ever done is available on subscription at Apple. Yeah. So they're, if that, you go that, to Apple, they're, they're all living at that facility. <laughs> so if you get <laughs> if you get your Apple, Apple your podcast through Apple, go to the Apple podcast page. You can subscribe to the Hamish Nandy channel. You'll have the Remembering Project in there, this pod in there, but also. Uh, yeah, 3,000 shows every, or so. Every single old radio show we ever did, you'll have the entire back catalogue. That is a new thing on Apple now. You, people might have noticed if you do use Apple, mm. that you can subscribe to stuff as well as just download the current podcast. It starts from 2006 um, all the way through to kind of where we are now. If you're wondering what was happening in 2006. Do your own remembering project. No, no, we've got, I've got a little sniff for you. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, right. Here we go. <laughs> 2006. 2006. The Wii was released by Nintendo, and a lot of TVs got broken by people letting go of the controller during Wii Sports. I'm getting ready to serve. All I do is throw that ball up in the air, and what I <gasps> Australia made their first World Cup in 30 years, only to be cruelly knocked out when the Italians took a dive and scored a bogus penalty. We said hello for the first time to James Blunt while he said goodbye. Goodbye, my lover. Goodbye, my friend. Australians marvelled at the incredible survival of two miners, Todd Russell and Brant Webb. They're alive and they've been rescued. Made it to the top of the shaft that's kept them prisoner for nearly two weeks. 2006 was also a big year for Hamish and Andy. In fact, it was one of their first years on full-time drive radio and they were establishing a few regular characters, like their mate, Brad Blanks, interviewing stars on the red carpet. Brad Blanks and Ricky Gervais. Blanksy, for f**k's sake, piss off and leave me alone. F**king <laughs> Aussie nightmare. You're the only man about with a bigger face than me. Or Haim's grandma, Moosey, who had this exchange with infamous criminal Chopper Reed. Chopper, what's the worst injury you've ever had? The worst injury I've ever had, I got hit with a head with a claw hammer. Hit with a head with a claw yeah, hammer? Yeah, what did that do to you, mate? Uh, and it was the year they started spending every Friday in their jocks. Pants, pants, pants. Pants, pants, pants. Pants are Friday. Party, pants are Friday. It was also the year Andy won Cleo's Bachelor of the Year, a contest that Hamish placed a rather sizable bet on and asked the people how to spend the winnings. I reckon we should stick on the gambling scene, boys, and buy a greyhound. <laughs> That's a pretty good idea. What if we bought a greyhound and called it Fred Bassett? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be beautiful. That would no, be brilliant. Finish, 
Oh, no, no way we call it Fred Bassett. <laughs> but they did buy a greyhound and did name him Fred Bassett. He's out by about two legs and furious fingers. Freddie is off and gone before the turn. He led by two. Nitrix is the big danger. He's closing fast. Run, Fred, run. Fred Bassett led. He's not sorry. He's going to get there. Is he going to win? He's home, Fred Bassett. He hangs on. He wins by a half to Nitrix. Third Hayden's last. And they finished off the year by answering the question, what happens if Dave pushes the button on his boat that is clearly marked, do not press? All right, I'm about to push it. Do it. Ready? Mm. I've just pushed it. There's a clicking noise at the back of the boat. What, what else? What else is going on? No, not much. That's about it. All that and it's just a click. <laughs> so if you want to hear more from those early days in 2006, or any year for that matter, subscribe now to Hamish and Andy Unlimited on Apple Podcasts. Or for Android users, grab the Hamish and Andy app on Google Play. Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. Listener.